record. Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keen, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman who was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go and make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. So if you are a regular listener to One of a Kind You, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I'm so excited that you're here. And if you're new, welcome, welcome. I'm equally excited to have you here as well. So the way that this podcast typically works is that I share a journal entry of mine and reflect on what I know now as a certified life coach and what I wish I knew in the thick of the struggle. But today we are in for a special treat. We have a lovely lady with us today and her name is Donna. And I'm going to let Donna tell us her last name because I don't want to mispronounce (laughs) it. And I didn't ask her how to say it before I hit record. Um, But I will tell you a little bit about Donna first. And so Donna is a multifaceted woman. She is the founder of Vibrant Living International, which is a nonprofit organization. She is also a life mastery coach, an ordained minister, a podcaster, and an author. She helps bring accelerated transformation to people across the world. She empowers you to master life, spirit, soul, and body. Donna has been speaking and coaching for over 25 years, and she's developed powerful programs and workshops to help you through life's transitions and pain to achieve your goals or dreams. She also produces a podcast called You Were Designed for Greatness and has written three books. Her clients say she has a knack for turning fear into excitement and exposing lies so the truth can shine through. That sounds juicy. So (laughs) Donna, please tell us anything that I missed about you and um, please tell us how to say your name so that I don't mispronounce it. Yes, it is Tashjan. Tashjan. Yep. Would not have gotten it. Yes. So um, Donna Tashjan is my name. And one of the things that is not included in my bio generally is I'm um, a mother and a wife and a grandmother. Oh, how so many grands do all, you have? I have seven. Wow. So, um, so being, being a mom, one of the other things that's not in the bio that is a juicy tidbit, I guess, is I became a mother at the age of 15. That is a little juicy. Yes. So talking about losing your identity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, and so it, uh, there is, I mean, on my podcast, the episode one, I go into it in more detail, but it wasn't a consensual situation. Mm -hmm. And so um, at the age, it happened when I was 14. And at the age of 15, I found myself in motherhood. Mm-hmm. And all of those, uh, oh my God, and having the newborn baby in your hand and are, am I going to be a good mom and all of those feelings, plus all of the uh, bitterness, anger, mm-hmm. all of those kind of things were all part of what was going on in my life. So when I talk about overcoming adversity, I share that because I I had it, it you know, it's not, it, this isn't. I went to some school and learned this. <laughs> it was yes. it was what I was walking out. So that's that's an important component that's not in my bio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it gives a really in depth perspective of why you are so passionate about the work that you do and why you've um, created so many different programs and workshops and published books to give people so many different avenues to get the information and the support that they need. Yes, absolutely. 
So Donna, tell us a little bit more about your nonprofit organization. Well, Vibrant Living International and is the name of it. And the uh, purpose and main focus is having coaching and workshops. That's mm-hmm. the main focus. Um, to be able to impact we am, um, mostly women, yeah. but people around the world. And um, my one of my signature programs is called Turn Your Baggage into Luggage. So Love you it. can have the life you dreamed. And, yeah. you know, it's, it is a really catchy title, but it's like, how do we do that? It's like, how do we take and hold on to, I mean, all, most of us, I always wanted to be a mother, just not quite so soon. Yeah. And and I remember in my thirties going, who is Donna? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I'm this, is this person's mother and this person's wife and this person's sister and all, but who am I? And trying to find out uh, and I don't know that we ever really stop asking that question because one of the best ways I know how to describe it is we are a gift yes. and the biggest person who gets the biggest part of that gift is ourselves yeah. as we discover what we're capable of, mm-hmm. as we discover that it's okay to try and learn. I don't know where we, we got it that we need to be super mom you know, and we need to do all the things. And so one tip that I learned that has been impactful in me and the time that it happened in my life, I'm a storyteller. So (laughs) at the time that it happened in my life, I had, see, I think a 14 year old, because that was my oldest. And then I had two more children. So, um, 14 and then I don't, um, anyway, elementary school were the other Mm -hmm. two and my, no, he might've been. Yeah. Anyway, upper elementary. So, um, I was doing, I had volunteered to take, we were in a private school. And so any away games for soccer, parents had to provide the transportation Mm -hmm. for the team. So I had a van. So I decided this will be great. I spend time with the, you know, the team, I love it. And, you know, I'll do the, the carding of the whole team. Now it's, teenage boys. So, you know, anyway, so, um, anyway, says it all right there, folks. Yes, you know, so boys. In, in my van. So, but we had such great memories, but one of the things that I got upset with myself about is I'm not able to do as many home cooked meals. My laundry's fallen behind the house isn't as clean as it was all of these kind of things. And so one of the things I have learned is when I say yes to something, I am also saying no to something Mm -hmm. and pausing and saying, if I say yes to volunteer for this committee, or if I say yes to doing, having people over for dinner, what am I saying no to? And when you stop and actually look at the cost, if you will, Mm -hmm. the balance sheet of, you know, a scale, those old fashioned scales of like, And most of the time, the thing we're saying no to is taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth. And so I was having migraines at that time. I was running a nonprofit organization and I'm doing this and I'm volunteering at my church and all of the things. And so, but we just keep saying yes. And at some point we don't say yes to us. Yeah. 
And to be the best mom I can, I need to say yes to me. And I don't know where we get it, that self-care is selfish. Yeah, I think it's honestly the way that we've been programmed. Um, There are so many messages from so many different sources that we are bombarded with day in and day out, especially now with social media with, you know, all of the moms posting the highlight reel and their (laughs) perfectly curated front door step for each season of the year, every holiday with them coordinated matching outfits and the sandwich board with the cute caption. Um, Yeah. And then now the thing is, so when my girls were little, I didn't have social media. It was a thing, Um, but I just didn't have it at that time. And so, and because of that, I guess I didn't have the awareness that the other thing to do is that you take, um, like at the mat and you do like the picture of your baby at every month and Mm -hmm. make it themed and all of these things. And so for a while I was like, oh my gosh, I, I dropped the ball. But then I thought, (laughs) no, there are a million other pictures that I have of my girls at each stage. And I could probably go back into my photos and be like, oh, there's one month. Oh, there's two mm-hmm. months. Oh, there's three months. They might not be perfectly curated, but they're there. I have them. So that's a win. And so I think we get sucked into this pressure of like, oh, we have to do all the things and it has to look perfect and it has to feel perfect because goodness, if it doesn't, then someone's going to judge us and we're going to be the bad mom. And no one wants that. Yes. The comparison thing. Mm-hmm. Comparison kills. Oh yeah. It kills. It does not bring life ever. And yeah. I, um, I like to say, if you saw a flat field of all different kinds of flowers, how would you choose which one is more beautiful? Yeah. And that's the way we are. We, even the same, even two roses are not the same. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we are, we are unique. We are beautiful. I love the name of your podcast. It's one of the reasons why I reached out to you is because the more that we can know that it's okay just to be me. The other tip about motherhood, now that I'm past it, and I have, like I've said, I have a PhD in how not to do things. It's, it's one of the, and we all get those. Yes. Um, but is those things that really seem to mess up or, or you get, if you can choose joy in it and make a lot the kids, it's some of the kids' favorite memories. Mm-hmm of those things that didn't go perfect. It wasn't, it was memorable. You know, we, we went to a water park once we lived in upstate New York and we went to a water park. It was summertime, but it got so cold. We couldn't, we couldn't stay in the water. So we ended up and we were camping out and we were freezing. It's like almost snow on the ground, kind of cold. So anyway, we ended up going, I don't know what this is. All of the plans have gone wrong. You ever had those days? Like everything we planned, we planned all these phenomenal things for our kids and everything is going wrong. So we ended up going and get a hotel room that had a pool. And we spent the next two days playing in the pool and eating pizza and stuff and watching movies. And we had the grandest time, but it wasn't what we planned. (laughs) And it sounds fun. It sounds like the best vacation, best weekend trip ever. So it is just one of those things where you create, look for creating memories mm-hmm. with your children, wherever, wherever you are that are listening today, wherever your kids are, do the goofy things, yeah. do the messy things, do the fun things like that. And don't try to be perfect. Just love them because loving your kids, they don't have to have 
They might think they do. They don't have to have all the latest stuff because they're comparing too. But if you create memories um, and helping them do that, so it's worth it, every bit of it. Oh yeah, 100%. And and I used to get so stuck, especially when I was in the thick of the struggle with that that need for that perfection Mm -hmm. and saying yes to everything. And then I stopped and I started asking myself, is it going to matter in five hours? Because I would get so hung up on the fact that the playroom was a mess. Nope. Mm-hmm. And so I got to the point where I was like, yeah, this I'm good. We're just going to close the door. And then my husband would come mm-hmm. home from work. He'd be like, what happened in there? I'm like, they played, but we're closing the door now because the day is done. And I'm not, I'm not organizing it because I had spent so much time organizing mm-hmm. those gosh darn bins, making <laughs> picture perfect labels with the label maker and sorting them. And I remember at one time, because my husband was equally awful at cleaning up the toys properly. Like mm-hmm. he would just throw things in bins too. And I remember I like completely lost it. And I looked at him one time and I said, if you don't put that toy back in the right bucket, I'm going to break your fingers. And he looked <laughs> at me and was like, excuse me. And I was like, I have spent 18 days over the past year, dumping the bins, sorting them and organizing them. And no one seems to care. So I got to the point where I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter in five hours, five days, five weeks, or five years. If those bins are organized with picture perfect labels, close the door. (laughs) And it's so freeing. It is. It is. The only trouble you run into is when they're looking for a specific toy and it's not where it's supposed to be. And then they learn. (laughs) They do. Yeah, 100%. Because Mm -hmm. I would say, I have no idea. I don't know where you put it. And so now that they're getting older, they'll come to me and say, where's the, I'm like, nope go look, go look. And even my husband does it. And I say, I do not have the entire house categorized in my brain. You have to go look. Cause I don't know. Even if I do know, sometimes I say, I don't just mm-hmm. cause I'm like, no, no, I'm not taking that role today. Absolutely. Cause that gets exhausting too. When yes, you have does. to be responsible for all of the things when most yes. of them aren't your things and they shouldn't be your things, but they end up being our things. Yeah when we accept the responsibility for it and everyone puts pressure on us to expect, and we probably do know where that is, but, oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but you know, um, anyway, it's just, it is funny the whole thing that we do to ourselves. So couple of tips is, is make memories. Yes. Stop comparison. Close the door. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just close the door and, and go to sleep. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. just okay. Um, and being able to just enjoy life. And part of that, and the other thing that I mentioned is creating um, opportunities to discover yourself. Mm-hmm. Do something that's fun for you. Whatever that is, sometimes the best thing in the world is a nap. Um, to that. That sounds magical. I I mean, that is the best thing in the world is a a nap, you know, or, you know, all of the bubble baths and showers. And I mean, there are days when you feel like you can't even get in the shower. So, you know, all of those kind of things. And then just as your children get older, do something that you like, Mm -hmm. Um, whatever that is, do something for you because you will be refreshed and your children, you will get a better mother. So having that time for yourself is so important. Um, And because you are a gift to the world, you are one of a kind. 
Um, it's my podcast. You were designed for greatness. It's yes. all in the same theme of, of understanding that it's your greatness. It's not compared to mine, you know? So those are some things. Yeah. So then a question for you, was there ever a point because you had that same struggle of losing your identity as who is Donna? And so um, did you ever find yourself where you had the opportunity to um, have that time for yourself, but you didn't even know what that would look like or feel like, like you didn't even know because, and I bring that up because this was something I just talked about in a previous episode where I, you know, constantly said, I need a break. I need a break. And then the break would come and I would do all the things I didn't get done during the day, like wash the dishes, organize the playroom, fold laundry. And then I would complain that I still didn't get a break. And my husband would get so irritated with me. And one time he just lashed out and he was like, you don't even know what you need for a break. And I was kind of like taken back because I thought, yes, I do. I do know. But honestly, I didn't know because I had lost sight of even allowing myself to consider what I would want to do for a break. Yeah. Leave the house. That's number one is you've got to leave the house uh, unless you're napping, of course. Right. Um, but otherwise, I encourage women to no matter what their age. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter what stage you are in motherhood. It it's it goes. This applies to everyone. Is create a self care plan. Mm-hmm. Um, once a month, if that's what you can manage, once a month, I spend the the morning away, and then you're like, okay, so what am I going to do? And you have to begin to think about. I have to leave the house. What am I going to do? Um. Me, I like to drive um, to Lake Michigan. I live in Michigan. So I drive to the lake and sit there with a book. Or, yeah. And um, even if it's cold out, I sit in my car and look at the water, you know. And so, what is it that you, I mean, so it isn't that we're talking about necessarily spending money. Mm-hmm. Go sit in a park, go, go walk in nature, go do, go see a movie, whatever, whatever is, um, without someone saying mom and you interrupt it and miss what happened. <laughs> yes. Cause that's the worst. It's always like the perfect, like the pivot point <laughs> in the movie where they're like, I've used the bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> go. Here we go. And then you yeah. get back from the bathroom and you're like, oh, now what I happened? Know what's going on. What yes. happened? <laughs> so uh, create some type of plan to take care of yourself. I mean, I'm, I've got grandkids and I wrote on my journal for three months to do two days in nature and I've not done it. I keep working. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but, but I, but it's on my, I look at it. I'm like, I've got to do this. Mm-hmm. So just begin to, it's not going to always go perfect like anything else in our life, yeah. but begin to say, um, I'm going to take a nap this day, or I I'm going to do something art class, go paint, whatever it is is, but just begin to put yourself as a priority Mm -hmm. and, um, the dishes will be there when you get back. They're not going anywhere. Just close the door on them, if you will. And we're not talking about tons of hours. You're not doing it. When my kids were little, I ran a nonprofit organization and I was gone two days a week and they were with me three. Well, it was, I came home at two o'clock. So it wasn't the whole day. Yeah. But, but it was something that I enjoyed and I was running a non, another nonprofit organization. So it was something for me that yeah. I loved. So whatever that is, um, 
but that's why that's one of the things when I say vibrant living, it's living that way. It's living with taking care of you. It's okay. You're, you're better off and everyone in your world is better off as well. And your husband was right. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we don't know. <laughs> Cause I didn't, I wasn't giving myself the chance to figure it out. I think on some level it was like, oh, I kind of falling default. Like, oh, I think I should do this because mm-hmm. that seems like the right thing to do. You know, leaving the house kind of felt scary because I wasn't really used to leaving the house by myself because every time I left the house, I had two littles in tow. So then it was kind of like this, like almost like a little bit of anxiety, like if I leave the house, where am I going to go? Yep. And sometimes it's to go for a drive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be this humongous thing, but we need to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's healthy for our children really to be away from us for a little bit. Yes. Um, It's usually harder on us. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but it is healthier to be able, because we're supposed to create humans that don't need us, which is a whole nother story when our children yes. start leaving home. And I've worked myself out of a job. <laughs> it's like, and then that identity thing is a whole nother story that incurs when the children start not needing you. I do that in air quotes, yes. you know, anymore. And it's like, okay, so who am I now? Yes. Um, so this is something that you continue to grow as you go through the decades. Yeah. Um, every decade is a little bit different and I've noticed a pattern for different women in different decades. And so it's mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah, it is. And it's funny because you like air quote, they don't need you anymore. And so, um, I feel like, you know, when babies, like when you have a baby, it's an infinite need you 24 seven, and then they hit the toddler years and they don't need you so much anymore. And they're at the independent stage and they're like, I'll do it by myself. Get away from me. You smothering person, you, (laughs) and then they hit, go to school. And then you're like, okay, well, even if you're a working mom and your kid is at school all day, you're like, "Hmm, hmm, hmm." now what do I do? Because they're not there consuming your forefront of thought. And then now I have a daughter who's a teenager. And so there's another shift there of not needing me anymore. Mm -hmm. And that's an adjustment. I still have a 10 year old and she still does need me some, but still not that much. Um, yeah. So I feel like every age bracket is that sort of realization that they're needing you less and less. And there are days where it's like a little bit of a sucker punch in the stomach. And I'm like, hello, Mm -hmm. anyone, don't you need me? (laughs) Yes. And it's really not, it's not that they're not needing you, you, they end up needing you differently. Yes. And that is, um, and when we can not hold on to what it was, yes, but embrace what it is, mm-hmm. it is, um, you can enjoy every single age because it, they just need us differently. Yes. Um, and, um, I don't need to wipe their nose or anything else, but <laughs> Yes, thankfully. <laughs> but they still need you. And so it just switches and it gives you, it also causes you to investigate you yes. and what you love so that you are not just wiping noses, if you will, that there is mm-hmm. more to you than that and developing that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I love that. Yeah. So Donna, if there is someone listening today and they are thinking, hmm, 
How, Donna, do I turn my baggage into luggage, which sounds so chic and um, <laughs> very fancy. Um, and they're looking for that to live their life um, with greatness. What's mm -hmm. one way that they can start today to, to take that first step to say, all right, baggage, you are going to morph into my luggage. <laughs> well, I jokingly say when people ask me this question, you just have to send, text me your number and I'll send you a magic booth and you can just step in and everything will be all better. That would be um, so wonderful. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be wonderful? But learning that that's really not the case. But I do have a few steps, okay. a few tips to be able to do that. Um, I have a turning your baggage coaching program. And one of the things that women... I think, well, I guess it's men too, but we'll, but, but what we do is when we have been some type of injury, trauma, abuse, disappointment, hurt, we isolate mm -hmm. and we might not isolate physically, but we isolate on the inside. We build these caves and walls that cover up all of our heart and we're going to figure out, I'm just like, I need to suck it up. I just need to figure this out. And that's one of the things that doesn't work by the way because we cope, but we never heal. Right. And so we cope with it. We do survive, but I'm tired of being a survivor. I want to be a thriver. I don't yes. want to just survive and say, I've made it. I want to make it triumphantly. So learning how to do that is one of the steps is looking for the gift in it. Mm -hmm. We can always learn and not doing it alone, getting support and help and one of the other steps is learning what forgiveness really is, mm, what it is powerful. and what it is. And when you can learn those three things and you can have a complimentary call with me where we can go into depth. If you've had some type of thing like that in your life, I relate, I understand. And um, I've created this program to be able to help women easily transform it. It doesn't have to be hard. Um, doesn't have to be scary. So helping women, but those are the three main things. I love that. And don't worry, ladies, all of Donna's contact information is in the show notes. So you don't need to go clicking around on the internet to try and find it. I have it for you. So just go straight to the show notes. But I think the thing that I love the most Donna about those three steps, not that they're all not equally amazing because they are, is the forgiveness piece. Mm -hmm. Because I think when we hold on to the guilt, the anger, the resentment, the bitterness, all of the things that come with trauma or pain or hurt, or I'll say obstacles. Um, that's what can be, I'll say the biggest, um, hurdle to cross. And the thing that holds us back the most is having, is not allowing forgiveness for ourselves, yes. Um, yes. but for the other person too. Absolutely. I'm learning how to forgive ourselves because we're, you know, we're very much known for beating ourselves up. Mm -hmm. And uh, learning how to move forward through that. And, but just as a tip is forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about us. Mm -hmm. And I, you've probably heard this quote, but it bears repeating. Unforgiveness is me drinking poison and thinking the other person's going to get sick. Right. So, um, so that is a big key, but there are some ways to do it. And I explain how that is and what it is and what it isn't and how to walk through that. That's part of the program as well. Yeah. And it's definitely something that you're going to need support with mm -hmm. because 
Um, it can be heavy. It can be yes. deep. It doesn't have to be scary, like you said, um, but it just can be more easily navigated when you have someone there guiding you through it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So Don, any last words of wisdom that you'd like to share? I put you on the spot. It's okay. I have it. <laughs> um, one of my coaches said to me, and it was one of the best advice. I really was doing it without having this nice catchy phrase I'm about to mm -hmm. say to do it is to get up every day and to proceed as if success is inevitable. Mm, I love that. Instead of getting up every day and wondering if the world's going to fall apart on us as getting up every day and saying it's going to be okay and success is inevitable with, with what, with what I need to do today, with who I am. And we worry about so many little things mm -hmm. that, like you said, in five man, five minutes or five hours may not matter, let alone in our lifetime. Right. And so learning to be able to, and if you can get someone who is more mature to walk alongside motherhood with you, that's a big resource too. Oh, 100% because they can give you the insider tips that they've discovered and perfected. I use the word perfected loosely because there's no such thing as perfection. Um, mastered is probably a better mastered. Word. Yes. Um, and to help you with that, that's huge. So that way it takes some of the guesswork and some of the struggle out of it and alleviate some of that overwhelm and frustration and anxiety and stress that we fester for ourselves. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Donna, this has been wonderful. Ladies, Thank if you. you have a friend that you feel would benefit from this episode, please feel free to share. Always the more the merrier. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. I take the time to read all the reviews to ensure that this podcast continues to be a place of guidance and support and really a one-stop shop for all things motherhood, womanhood, um, because let's face it, us ladies, we got to stick together. So thanks so much for tuning in. And thanks again, Donna. It was such a great time chatting. And we will see you all next week. Bye-bye.